Well, you're welcome back to Town Talk. You can contact us on 9395100 or you can text us on 087-0909791. Now, just before the break there, we played some beautiful music and I had told you that is by Monica mm. Huggett and she's a, ra- a world-renowned violinist and conductor and Monica has joined us on the phone line. Good morning to you, Monica. Good morning. You're very welcome to Dundalk FM and to Ireland. You've just flown in, haven't you? Yes, I just came in from New York and uh, I've been welcomed by rather fine weather. Yes, <laughs> it isn't typically Irish, but we're delighted to have this great weather. Now, Monica, you're a very busy lady, you, but you found time to perform here in Ireland. You'll be performing over the next few days. Um, you and the Irish Baroque Orchestra Chamber Soloists will perform this Friday here in Annaverna in Ravensdale. And um, you will be performing Schubert's Great String Quintet. Uh, can you tell us about the piece of music and what we can expect? Yes, uh, this was written during the last year of his life, and uh, he probably knew that he was very ill. He probably mm-hmm. knew that he was dying. Seems to have uh, uh, pushed him to create one of his greatest pieces. I mean, the uh, the the structure and the emotional depth of this piece is extraordinary. I mean, there's there's a reason it's one of the most famous chamber music pieces in the whole repertoire and uh it has it has uh, exuberance as well the last movement has a wonderful kind of hungarian gypsy theme but both the slow movement and the trio of the scherzo uh really plumb the depths that it's it's incredibly moving music uh so it sounds like it's going to be a really interesting um evening the, the, the concert will be one hour long isn't that right without interval that's right, yes. We're just playing the Schubert Quintet. We're not playing anything else. I think it's like 55 minutes. Yes. Now, the musicians will play on period instruments. Why? Well, it's interesting. Um, what you get with period instruments is you get a, a greater clarity of texture. Um, we use gut strings without winding a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, normally on modern instruments, they don't even use gut for the core they use something um man-made synthetic uh, sort of some kind of nylon or nylon mixture Mm -hmm. cover it with aluminium in the time that this piece was written they would have been using pure gut strings uh for the top strings and the lower strings they would have uh, wrapped with silver or copper but it would have been much less uh, tightly wrapped. If you can imagine, you know, now that we've got machines that do everything, everything's so perfect and tight. Yes. And uh, you get a much looser winding with uh, older strings and older technology. In fact, they probably, a lot of violinists and viola players and cellists would have wound their own string. There exist these little sort of home string-making machines. So you're, you're basically getting a more authentic sound then. You're getting probably what the, the composer intended it, the way it me- you're hearing it, the way the composer intended it to be heard. Yes. W- what it means is that the, the sound is uh, has a, it's not so thick and deep and uh, it's more transparent. And so you hear things like, you know, when you've got a quintet, you've got five parts. So you, you hear all the five parts better. The other thing is that we don't use as much vibrato because vibrato wasn't used as much in the mm-hmm. 19th century. And so you'll have something like uh, the slow movement, which is like a very slow-moving growl almost. Mm-hmm. 
And if you don't use vibrato, it's just that much clearer. It's, it's, it's almost like a madrigal. Okay, now you are passionate about Baroque violin, but also Baroque music in general and, and the social history of that era. What is it that attracts you so much to it, Monica? Um, oh, well, it's partly the sound of the instruments. That's, that's, that's the reason I took it up in the first place, that a friend sort of shoved a Baroque violin under my chin and said, mm-hmm. play it, and I just thought, oh, I love this sound. And so... And that sort of led me into Baroque music. And I suppose what I like about Baroque music is it's huge variety, and especially the earlier you go, the more that it's related to folk music, mm-hmm. to, um, to dance music. And there's this whole element in Baroque music of improvisation, of taking the basic form, like a jig, or, or you know, a, a corrente, which is a triple dance, or uh, saraband, which is a very slow triple dance, and you can um, make improvisations on it. And so that kind of, you know, when I was a kid, I used to listen to all sorts of music, jazz and pop and everything. And the thing about Baroque music is it, it's kind of the bridge between uh, more popular music and classical music. Mm-hmm. It's the gap. Mm-hmm. I suppose... Um, that, that Baroque is a very, very uh, specific period, isn't it? Well, you know, it's not. <laughs> I thought it was about 150 years long. Sort of that bridge between church music, more towards the age of the Enlightenment, or am I? Well, yes, okay. it's true that if you were asked somebody, they'd say 1600 to 1750. But in fact, uh, we spill over backwards. We we actually dip into the end of the 16th century. So we play sort of very late Renaissance music because the violin existed in the 16th century it's just that the music wasn't they didn't write violin on the part mm-hmm. but it did exist and then as you can see from what I'm doing this week we spill over into the classic we do a lot of classical music because actually classical music is so it's such a natural extension of baroque music um, you know the same gestures and the same sounds you know if you, if you play a Mozart symphony with gut strings and with the um, the wind instruments of the time, you get so much more clarity of texture, and you also hear the wind instruments so much more separately. The modern instruments have tended to become more homogenous. Okay. The old instruments, you know, you really know that's a, that's an oboe. You could identify them. Yes. Say. Yes. Yeah. 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 And you know, we and here we are. We're diving into the 19th century. We're playing the Schubert Quintet, and it, it's also part. We're playing the Schubert Quintet partly because we've got two fabulous cellists in the Irish Baroque Orchestra. We've got Sarah McLaren and Johnny Byers, and they're both, like, extremely... Um, well, they're just extremely excellent, and they both play string quartets. They're really experienced chamber players. And so, you know, in a way, it's it's also to exploit our wonderful cellists. Well, you see, that's praise indeed, because, Monica, you yourself, you, you've achieved so much. You have so many um, commitments. Uh, that's, yeah, I suppose we're honoured you, you, you're a director of the Irish Baroque Orchestra. Where do you find the time? Well, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, I, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm getting on up there now, you know, six oh. is not so far away. and I'm, I'm Oh, you're still a young woman. I'm a 25-year-old, <laughs> and I'm wondering where right. I get the energy. Yes. I sometimes think, you know, um, my uh, my one grandmother came from R.D. and the great-grandmother on the other side came from Cork. And I, I think I've got that 
Irish female energy. Okay, I like that. <laughs> You're saying all the right things. Yeah. Uh, Monica, I'm, I'm very interested to know about your, your violin. Well, I have very many violins. That's one of my problems. I, I tend to fall in love with violins and buy them. The one I'm playing for this week is uh, Flemish or Dutch uh, from about 1750, a very big violin, a bit oversized has some of the elements of the viola sound because it's so big. Wonderful instrument, easy to play, gorgeous ringing tone. And I've got uh, gut E string, gut A string, gut D string, and the G strings wound with silver. Right. Wow. And I mean, Monica, when you're deciding which, uh, which piece that you're going to play, is it hard then to, to decide which uh, violin you're going to play? Well, yes. It's interesting you should say that because when I'm teaching my students, I, I say to them, every piece has its own voice. Yeah. And in a way, uh, you you know, ma- matching the, the violin and the bow and the strings and the piece is quite a big part of the whole uh, matrix. Is mm-hmm. that would be a good word? I don't know. Anyway, but um, the thing about this particular instrument is it's great for playing late because It really speaks easily. And when you've got something like Schubert, which is technically quite demanding, you don't want to be fighting the instrument all the time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and this, this, vi- this violin just, just plays. It's great. Now, you are in Ireland for, uh, for a week. Is that right, Monica? That's right. Yeah. And you're playing at Anna Verna House here in Ravensdale on Friday. And that, we know, kicks off uh, at 8 o'clock. But you're also playing, is it Kilkenny on Saturday? That's right. And the Hugh Lane Gallery on Sunday. That's right. So all along the East Coast, people will get the opportunity um, <laughs> to, to hear you. Now, what I like about Friday evening, as I said, this is out in Anna Verna House in Ravensdale, that uh, the audience can also stay for supper afterwards with the musicians. Yes. I think, isn't that a fantastic opportunity to, you know, to discuss things with musicians and learn and, and just interact? Oh, yes. Well, um, I, I, enjoy, I always enjoy meeting the audience and um, talking to them about the music or talking to them about their lives and, and talking about music in general and uh, talking about Ireland, which mm-hmm. is a big part of my background, you know. Monica, were you from a musical background? Well... Not professionals, but yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents met in the church choir. Right. Yes. And and uh, you know I'm one of seven children, and uh, my all my brothers and sisters are music mad. And it's just in the fa- are they all? I believe most of them are pianists. Is that right? Um. Well, uh, the f- the first four learned the piano, and then I came along and learned the violin, and then the next one learned the flute and the last one learned the piano and the horn right so that you kind of opened it up there are there any of the other professional musicians no they're not professional but they're they're passionate about it you know music goes with uh, computers and and two of my brothers are in computing mm-hmm. and and it goes with engineering engineering computing and music wow well all very pattern based i suppose yes, yes. exactly yes. all all um all creative Yes, yes, they are creative, I suppose. Yes, it's all about uh, thinking from the left yeah. and right side of the brain, I think. When you, when you were growing up, Monica, I mean, you, you, what sort of music did, did you hear at home? What sort of music was played on the radio? And, and what do you listen to yourself when, when you have your own time? Well, when I grew up, we, I had one brother who was mad about jazz. So I listened to a lot of uh, Charlie Parker and Joel Coltrane when mm-hmm. I was nine and ten. Great. <laughs> And we listened to a lot of uh, Kenny Everett, 
on uh, Radio London, you know. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes, and uh, then my sisters were mad about choral singing, so we had sort of Brahms Requiem, and uh, so it was very eclectic, yes. I think. Very mixed I mean, bag. the only thing we didn't have, we didn't have any Celtic music, unfortunately. Well, I am sure that you will pick up the vibes now that yes. you're here, Monica. You must be getting the influences now you're involved with the Irish Baroque Orchestra. Yes. Monica, um, so I think we're uh, looking forward to the performance on um, Friday. The tickets, I know, are €20. Euro. They are €5 euro for, the un, uh, for, for students. And I think it's an additional €15 euro, uh, euro for anyone who wants to take to supper, which I think is just the loveliest touch to hear this beautiful music and then get the opportunity to talk to you afterwards. Yeah, and, and and how many of you will be there? There'll be the soloists, aren't there? From the um, orchestra, will be with you. Yeah, it'll just be the five. The two, the two great cellists, mm-hmm. and uh, Pablo who plays viola, and Claire Duff who play violin with me. Well, Monica, thank you so much for taking the time to um, talk to us, and we're looking forward to Friday evening's performance. Um, and we wish you uh, continued success. Enjoy your stay in Ireland and your tour of Ireland. Thank you very much. I will. Monica Hoggett, thank you very much indeed for talking to us on Dundalk FM. Thanks, Monica. Bye-bye. Bye.